Welcome to the King's Healing Room Podcast, where we are a kingdom ministry within global presence. We are located at 4326 Pharaoh in Syracuse, New York, 13219, where the executive pastor is Elder Yulon Jones and the senior pastor and founder is Bishop Brian K. Hill Sr. All are welcome. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God, for another day. Thank you for allowing us to be here, gathered in your midst. We thank you, Father God, that you put a word in your servant's mouth, that we may hear and receive the riches of the word, that we may not only hear but be doers of your word. We thank you for everything that you are doing, everything you have already done. We give you the glory, honor, and total praise because it all belongs to you, Father God. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. God bless everyone. Amen. We certainly thank God for uh, for God. We thank God for his uh, promises, uh, for keeping his promises. And it's not just the good promises, but it's, it's the promises that we don't like too much. Uh, keeping his statutes and his and his laws and his precepts, but these are these laws go a long way in 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 ensuring that 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 we have a that we punch our ticket to heaven. Is that all right? Amen. Instruction, chastisement, along with all the wonderful promises about finances and health and and family and and and. and uh, so, Father, we just thank you. We thank you for the opening prayer. We thank you for all that are here. God bless you, dear. God bless everyone. We are here live at uh, the King's Healing Room, uh, 4326 Fay Road. And uh, it's not too late to come, but certainly, certainly, if you're watching, certainly encourage someone. Take a moment and, uh, and uh, text someone uh, to join in. Amen. Um, there's certainly something, uh, a word, a comment, uh, um, that I believe will be beneficial to everyone. And if nothing else, it's just the fellowship of the saints. Amen. We certainly thank God for everyone. We thank God for you virtually that are here and those that are coming. We certainly thank God for those that are here live and, uh, and, uh, uh I am Pastor Brian. And I am humbled to be here in this space. We're going to continue on. Uh, I believe this will be the last, uh, the last installment, uh, uh, the last. Uh, um, um, this is a revisit. This was first taught in June of 2022. So we're revisiting. Changing a few things, editing, updating, um, from chaos to PPP. Um, the PPP is based on the uh, the government, the, the chaos of the pandemic um, uh, of the last three years, and the government's response in uh, PPP paycheck protection uh, program. And many people benefited from it who needed it. Many employers, uh, many 
who were on uh, who were on payroll and those that provided payroll. Some some companies and individuals took advantage of it, uh, but that that's what happens in any free society, uh, a capitalist uh, capitalist society. And uh, in the midst of that, uh, it's as if God spoke and said, "What about my PPP?" Mm. What about what? What about my PPP? And that sent me down this this journey. Um, this this uh, this this mind to study and where it led is it led to the garden. And so we'll rehash. And so for a year we've been I, I've been touching and dipping and dabbing and, and referring. Uh, uh, and one of the things that that I'd like for us to take away that I believe God wants to be entrenched in our minds, in our psyche, in our conscious and in our subconscious, is that uh, this wonderful statement that, that Christ Jesus said about his about the disciples. He said they are in the world, but they are not of the world. Amen. 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 Uh, 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 how often do have we just even thought about that and broken that down in the world but not of the world alright we can be around we can be in a, we can live in a bad neighborhood alright uh, we are in a bad environment but we're not a product of that environment we can be raised or be in a home that may be violent, that may that that may have some really bad things going on. Is this all right? Am, am I on track here? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 you may have you may have six children and five really take wrong turns, but one child uh, uh, graduates from high school, may go on to college, and and. Uh, uh, four-year degree and go into a career uh, teaching or uh, or uh, in any career and and so it is this premise it is this line of thinking that Christ says these 12 men yet they are yet they are in the world because of their relationship with me they are no longer of the world they are no longer a product of the world and and so, so we can believe that there's there's a place, there's a space that believers can occupy that we're actually supposed to. That is that is uh, 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 not influenced by this world. By politics, by race relations, by Democrat or Republican. That's not influenced by uh, communism or democracy or capitalism. You can be rich or poor. I think Paul. Paul said some, well, he's, 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 he's St. Paul. Everything he said is quite profound. Mm -hmm. 
But he said, whether I'm naked, whether I'm fully dressed, whether I'm full or whether I'm hungry, whether I'm homeless or I live in a palatial state. And he lists some things. He said, whatever state I find myself in, he said, I'm good. Amen. And I believe he's able to make a statement like that. Because your head, his head was above the clouds. And hopefully this study will, will spark in us either to continue to study on your own. Or we're going to close out in prayer tonight uh, um, for God to, for, for us to be enlightened. God's there. His instructions are here. Uh, it's oftentimes not what God's not doing. It's how are we positioning ourselves for God to fulfill his word. Amen. Any comments on that last statement? I'll, I'll say it again. Oftentimes it's not, we're asking God for things. It's not what God's not doing. Question is, or should be asked of ourselves, are we fulfilling our end of the bargain? Are we checking all the boxes for God to fulfill his word? Revelation calls Satan the accuser of the brethren. We find this example in Job. Have you considered, my servant, and everybody say your own name, have you considered? Yeah. And what is Satan's response? Yeah. He accuses Job of trusting God because God has shown him favor. Mm -hmm. the, only, the only reason he loves you right. is because you protect him. Right. See, the only reason he serves you is because you made it easy for him. Job opens up, the book of Job opens up with Job being the richest man in the East. Mm -hmm. The East is, is, is a quarter of the world. Wow. You know, right now, I mean, the West, the East, right? It's a quarter of the, it's a quarter of the world. Now, everything's figuratively in the Bible so much in, in context, but we can, say, we can glean, we can say that Job was stacked. What's the new term, what's the terminology today that the young kids use? Cheddar, lettuce, stacks. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, stacks is a hundred dollars, right? It's a hundred dollar bills. Stacks, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm not young, obviously. I'm not old, but I'm not young either. And and you know, I think my grandson, his greatest fear is I'm gonna walk out the house one day with some Jordans. Nah. Um, <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah, stay in the lane. Stay in the lane. That, that's mm -hmm. trust your age. Uh, uh, is that something to consider? Right. The curriculum for a school is, remains the same. The curriculum for fourth grade, seventh grade, ninth grade, twelfth grade. The if you want to be a lawyer or a doctor or an architect, the curriculum is pretty much the same. It doesn't matter what, what college you go to, nursing. Pretty much the curriculum is the same around the country. Right? So the, the question isn't a matter of the curriculum fails, the student. 
it's more likely the student failed to meet the requirements of the curriculum. Amen? God has, God's curriculum is pretty bananas. Amen? How many find God's curriculum challenging at times? It's all right. Yeah, right. No one's watching. Don't, don't worry. Facebook, we love you, but right now we're going to act like y'all not here. You raise your hand at home or yay or nay. And by curriculum, I mean precept upon precept upon precept. God literally indicates he has like three layers of, it's just not meeting this law. I have another law after that, after you meet that law, and another law to meet that law after that. So I want you to be single. I want you to remain married. I want you to buy and meet. God's like, I can go as deep as you want to go deep. You have excuses? I have, I have, so, I, I have something to, re, to, 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 to review, uh, to, to rebuff that excuse. Yeah. Oh, you want to go three layers deep? This was my childhood. This is all afraid. It's not my fault. And, and blah, 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 blah. God said, I can go as deep as you want to go. Precept upon precept upon precept. Line upon line upon line. God's got it. God has laws. Yeah. Statutes. These are the books we don't read, right? Mm -hmm. um, by and large, believers, we Christians, uh, we bypass all the books that have census in it. Larry begot, Eurisha, Eurisha begot, Gizbona, Gizbona begot, <laughs> right? Uh, um, and then the law books. Anytime where there's a law, we just kind of like, oh, that's not really where I want to get to. Right. You know, we just love John, you know, because John so loved the word, you know, God's favorite, you know. Uh, um, and, you know, the Bible as a as a total book, God wants us to read and accept all of them. Uh, so within that light, even the government's PPP, there were requirements. There were requirements to receive taxes. There's requirements to receive income tax return. Amen. Uh, I find it interesting, for lack of a better word, uh, how many Christians or believers, how often and how deep and how wide the complaints go without ever, without ever transferring the requirements that man has to the same requirements that God has. Is that all right? For he is, a, he is the original father. He's the OG. He's the OG poppy. Yep. He's the OG dad. Right? Yep. So the same laws that are in your, you know, if a parent puts you out the house, after months or years, years or months or just continuing to get to a point where a child can be just plain disrespectful. Right? And at some point, it's likely that you come home and the locks will change. Mm -hmm. Right? Am I making anybody nervous? <laughs> I know we have mother and daughter, but I think y'all have a wonderful. I don't think you've ever come home and the locks have changed. <laughs> no, you're, yeah. It's good to see you. <laughs> right? But we can we can guess we, we can imagine something like this happening, right? And rewards. Well, why wouldn't God, the originator, everything man has that's good comes from God. 
right? And since Satan is not a creator, he's a perverter. Right. Everything bad comes from the introduction of sin in the world. And then Satan rips, Satan destroys, he, he kills, he demolishes, he distorts, he perverts what God has already established as his laws, as his ways of doing things, his righteousness, his right wiseness. And then all Satan can do, with some great power and a certain degree of influence, uh, we're born in sin and we're shaping in iniquity. We have to find the light. We're not born in the light anymore. In fact, I think it's safe to say that no human was ever born in light. Is that something to think about? Mm -hmm. Adam was formed. Eve was pulled. And before, before a human came through the womb of Eve, the only woman at that time, sin entered into the consciousness and subconsciousness of all humans and it's not until the second Adam came and we are, that's why we're here now because of the second Adam alright, any questions, any comments so far? any questions or any comments? last week, any questions or comments from last week? any anybody hear that? <laughs> yeah, we heard it all. Y'all heard it? No. <laughs> well, the hell did you hear that? Well, let me say it because it <laughs> I just want to make sure y'all what I want to make sure you know what it is, not what you thought it might be. <laughs> I think I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to talk about last week for me. Oh. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Now now we're all clear, right? When it wasn't down, it's coming up. Oh, God. I know. Oh, my God. It's only eight minutes in. I think, I'm doing, I, think I was doing pretty good. You did. You did. I think I was doing good. You I think did. I should get credit for that. You did. Uh, I'll, I'll go through our, our key verse through this, and we'll pick up. Scriptures and there's one word of the day, one word of the month, one word of the year, one word for the decade, one word for the millennium, one word for the entire life of a believer. And I, I told y'all I was going to cuss Sunday, and of course you know I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it was a four-letter cuss word because we we're all born in sin and shaping in iniquity. Even if he was gonna, was it gonna be this four-letter word? <laughs> was it gonna be? There's a lot of four-letter words. There's some three-letter words. Mm -hmm. Just spending it how you spell, you know, how you spell damn, D-A-M-N, mm -hmm. which then is not a cuss word, but if you make it a three-letter, then it's a cuss word. Right. So, <coughs> all right, and of course, the cuss word was wait. Mm -hmm. All right, they, that, the thing that probably unhinges us more than anything else. Human period is waiting. All right. Hopefully that 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 uh, that Hebrew word was explained quite well. Mm -hmm. well. Psalms, sixteenth chapter, verse eleven. This should be highlighted in our Bibles. This should be 
I would I would say print it, print it. Go home and print it. Print it in 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 forties font size. Helvetica or Times Roman or whatever font you like, a nice script, a nice fancy script font. And but make it large and like our proclamations. Because we're reading our proclamations, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Whether it's gleaned from someone else or we're making up our own. All right? I, 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 I created a proclamation last night for the next, my role in the next 50 years of the King's Healing Room. The, 50, the King's Healing was on a 50-year plan mm -hmm. from 2022 to 19, from 2022 2072. Amen. And and um, the vision has been cast for 50 years to 50 years ahead. And so my my roles are shifting as as all of our roles are shifting. Amen. And uh, um, we're not the same people at 30 as we were when we were 15. We're not the same at, at 30, at, at 45 as we are when we were 30. And we're certainly not the same at, at 60 as we were when we were 45. All right? Perfect health, it could be everything. But life changes and our roles change. Maybe grandparents, maybe empty nest. Now we start, we're not worrying more at 45 and 50 about retirement and Social Security than we were when we were 20. Right? And so... Uh, uh, so a passage like this, Psalm 16, chapter, verse 11, I really can't stress enough. This should be part of our daily proclamations, and or at least a, a, something we read weekly. Not just to study, just not to, but as a proclamation. We are declaring. We are proclaiming. We are screaming at the top of our lungs from the mountaintop that, God, you will show me the path of life. We're not for life. You, oh, you go, you go and bring home in a hundred. No, it's not that. It's we are proclaiming that God promised that He would, He would guide our footsteps. That He will find, He He will shine a flashlight on our path. We're not supposed to walk down dark paths. We're not supposed to place our feet on slippery rocks. Why? Because the Word promised us. Does it mean we won't take missteps on our own? Does it mean that sometimes we go, we open up door number three and there's nothing behind door number three? It doesn't mean that, that you know, God reigns on the just and the unjust. But what it means is when we highlight God and when we put God first, oftentimes we go through uh, vicissitudes in life. Oftentimes when we go through paths and things don't work out, just talking about it going even back to laws and precepts and, and, and have we put ourselves in a position for God to, 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 uh, um, to, uh, to stay true to his word? Uh, have we, did we invoke God before we even went down this journey? Mm -hmm. Amen. Did we seriously seek God before marriage, did we seek God for the career that he would have us to go down? Did, 
did we seek God before we took this particular job? And two months later, we realized that this is a setback. This is, this is the worst decision I could have made. And then do we take ownership of not seeking God and his direction before we make the decision? Or do we make decisions based on our own, well, you know, Proverbs, once again, it refers to the, well, it doesn't refer to it, the, um, our flesh is ruled by, you know, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes. Can anyone repeat that, that passage? Pride of life. Doesn't that pretty much sum up the old man? Yeah. Lust of the eyes. Now, let's take sex out of it, because it's when we say lust, everybody, no. Lust can be, why are we in the mall on the 31st with our paycheck and the rent's due on the 1st? <laughs> now, if you have $30,000, right. like some people, you know, on that Amex card, you know, you know, you guys, you know, you know, Brother Clyde's got that tight, got that titanium black car. Come on, come on, just, just let us all know. Take us all to Starbucks tomorrow. I'm proclaiming. I'm speaking it into existence. Don't leave me out. Okay, black car, black car, black car, black car, black car, black car. All right, I'm not being racist. Black car is is is, is the it's the highest. Uh, it, it's, it's the most valued and sought-after uh, uh, credit card in America, probably. Uh, um, I know a few people who have them, and, uh, and um, so I know firsthand what the process is. And uh, armed, armed security comes to your residence or your job with a briefcase. And in that briefcase... Is your is your Mastercard? Mm -hmm. Yep. And at that point, mm -hmm. you got about a hundred thousand dollars on the card. Mm -hmm. Sixty thousand, seventy thousand. All right. Mm -hmm. I lost my train of thought. But even as I'm speaking, I mean, can we can we just in our minds can we can we go back and 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 have, have you know how we are we forthcoming with our own selves on how not including God before you know and then how often do we blame God or blame people or blame other people when when the truth of the matter is is oftentimes fault lies within ourselves because we simply did not obey God to the letter of his word this thing works when we work it the word works. I don't know if we're going to shout tonight. Amen. And we may not have as much fun as we did last week. You know, I want my stuff uncut. I want the bomb. Don't go there. I want. Okay. All right. It was perfect. I've been waiting for you to watch this. I get like, oh, wait, oh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. All right. That will show me the path. Of life will show me the path of right living. It will show me the path that guarantees the optimal outcome 
of a sovereign God. Not the outcome that you always want or I always want, but the outcome that the sovereign God we serve, that his will be decreed, whether we like it, whether we're pleased with it, whether, whether it fits into the nice little boxes that we have clicked in our lives. In thy presence is fullness of joy. In thy presence is fullness of joy. This passage, I believe, is really a portal. It's a snapshot of, by living out the word in real time, 2.0, real time, living out the word, that we can create a lifestyle of, 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 of living in a proverbial Garden of Eden. A amen? Uh, uh, and we're going to get to the scripture uh, in a moment. If you abide in me, abide, very similar to the word in Isaiah that we read on Sunday morning, wait Wait isn't just waiting at the bus stop. Abide isn't just it, it isn't just hanging out until something happens. It is binding ourselves to the Word of God. It is binding ourselves to the love of God. It is binding ourselves to the degree that now one can't be separated from the other. Amen. A child. Uh, I was. There's a actress. And I can't think of her name. I can kind of, I can, I, I can see some movies that she played in, but I can't think of her name right now. And but it's making the internet. However, she came to it. The knowledge. She took a DNA test, an online DNA test. Uh, uh, me and my mama, one, two, three. Me and me and 23 or one of the ancestry ancestry.com one of those is this familiar to anyone the last three or four weeks it's been so and you know you never know AI hoaxes but I'm just going to take it for face value she found out that she has a twin oh oh her name she's African American uh, actress and I can't even think of a movie. I just want to give you just Theron, 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 last name. But I mean, someone can Google right now. I mean, not now, but famous uh, actress discovers twin sister through through DNA test. Oh, Chrissy Teigen. Yes, that's uh, it. John Lennon's wife. John Lennon's wife. John Lennon. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Christine, uh, say, say it again, sir. Chrissy. Uh, no, is it? Wait a minute. No, her name is Chrissy Teague. Yes, Teagan. Teagan. Right? Teagan, yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah, so do we, can we see, can, do we know who she is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, she's not a she's above a B actor, but you know, she may not be a household name. Well, she discovered, as news has reported, and I'll just leave it at that, that she has a twin. Wow. Yeah. Well, imagine that meeting for the first time, right? Right? She goes to do this, and her twin, who she never knew, she goes to do this on this side, and they start. They're almost. They're, and imagine the first. The first time at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or where, wherever they are, and they're and they're seeing attributes of each other, but yet not even knowing the other existed for all of these years. But all of a sudden, wow, we have the same. We have the same. Maybe 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 they talk the same. Maybe you know. Well, that's how we become when we when we when we, when we press into God. We literally become one with him. He says, me and my father are one. If you, Brian, Christ speaking, if you abide in me, if you bind yourself to me, and my words, King James, uses the word word, some other versions have the word, have word, but, he said, but Christ said in King James, and if my words, which is the Bible, mm -hmm. uh, uh, his words are anything prophetic. His words can be uh, revelatory. His words can be the content of a sermon. His words can be the content of a, of a teaching session like this. His words can be, can be um, 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 the advice from church mother, Mother Hill. Alright, so so if you abide in me and my words, David said I King David said, I have hid. I've hid you in my heart that I shall not sin against you. I've hid you, God. I've put you in my under I've 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 put you I've I've put you in my in my innermost being, my my DNA. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and ye shall have it. So maybe sometime if, if requests aren't being answered, it just might be, might be that it's not God's will for you to do it. Mm. Amen? And Amen. as a sovereign God, just like a sovereign king, he doesn't have a right to tell you why he does what he does. We're spoiled in America. Not even spoiled. I think we're short. We're we're short-sighted and and uh, short-changed because God is not a democratic God. God's kingdom is not democratic. It's not republic. Um, uh, Ecclesiastes says, "God says, I counsel myself. I don't have a Congress." I don't have a Sunday, <laughs> right. right? When I want it, when I want you to learn something, I don't call a school board meeting. <laughs> when I want it, when I want you to go down a certain road, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a head of DPW, <laughs> Department of, right? Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. If I want a detour in your life, I don't put a sign out. 
that says detour and then give you instructions mm -hmm. go three blocks you know we've all been there right yeah. right you know and and sometimes the detour takes us by surprise but how often if we had gone on the news before we left in the morning we would have seen that our route and there was detours yeah. but maybe it was a water main break or something and i hope i'm not rambling and and uh and maybe just popped up 10 minutes ago i mean there was no warning but they will have already mapped out and you have big arrows that's how you know where to go detour right <laughs> right well what if god says detour and no well pastor you just said that you uh, leave nice unto all righteousness and a feet won't slip well well maybe it's a test maybe it's a challenge that that's a good time to stop and i refused to drive 30 figuratively. I, I refuse to move from here, this spot of this detour, until I seek God. Amen. Mm, amen. See, how can God show you the path when we're not seeking Him? When we're not acknowledging Him, like the opening of Psalms, there's Proverbs. Acknowledge him acknowledge God when it's convenient. Can someone get that? Acknowledge Him when it fits your needs. Acknowledge Him when it doesn't challenge your flesh. I really just because I want to get it right and exactly where it is. And because I'm uh, acknowledge Him in all thy ways. I believe it's the beginning of Psalms. Psalms of Proverbs. Um, I think it's the second chapter of Proverbs. I, I can't, and that's why this is Bible study, so we want to get it right. <coughs> Proverbs 3, 5, and Say it again, sir. Proverbs 3. Proverbs 3. 5 and 6. Right. See how much leeway I gave myself? It's either one or two books, it's the second chapter. Isn't this what we do sometimes when we, like, we almost don't want to hear what got the answer, so we go ahead and do the act. Because we are, we're afraid that we know what God's going to say. Right? I mean, you just can't have two husbands. Sorry. Can't have two wives. At least not at the same time. You know? I, don't believe, I believe God's in divorce. And, 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 and I, I have a study. And I have to be more, be more specific with it. And, and, but I have the title. It's literally called... Bible characters that God did not reveal. Mm. Bible characters that God did not reveal. And it's, it's probably not something to do a Bible study. Maybe I'll write it out and print it out in the answers. All right? Bathsheba. He never rebuked Bathsheba. King David was out of place. The Bible starts out with, in, in the season of war, David grew. Okay, can, I, can I say David grew, David grew obese and lazy. He started resting on his merits. David was a warrior. David was a bad. David was a bad boy. David was a fighter. David wasn't afraid of anyone. But we can get to a point where we start resting on our laurels and quote unquote reaping the fruits of our labor. God never told him to stop fighting at that time. And at the season of war, his men are out fighting. One 
of his captains was named Uriah. I've, I've taught on this much, but is it right if we revisit it? And and I uh, just choose my words carefully. And and uh, uh, even though I just I was sharing with a group last night on pronouns and and men who are demanding males that they be respected as women. And I just simply posed the question. Uh, um, do you mind if, well, I won't say exactly how I said it, but do you have a menstrual cycle? Right. <laughs> Can you perform, perform sexual intercourse the same way as uh, 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 so you're not a woman. Bruce Jenner. You're just simply not a woman. You're not a woman. Now, individual, I'm not. So, at the time of war, David was out of place. Yeah, I can imagine it was a hot, arid night uh, 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 in, in Israel, the Palestine area, and he went up on his rooftop. That's where he got out of the air conditioning. Well, it was the Mosaic Law. That a woman of her time is of uncleanliness during her menstrual cycle, she had to be separated from her family for seven days. Yeah. And, the, and I'm just reading the law. Yeah. Everything she touched was unclean. Mm -hmm. Sheets, clothes, everything. And when when and when she, when her cycle was complete, they were to be taken outside the home, outside the city, and burned. All right, they were deemed unclean. She was deemed unclean. So Bathsheba, during this cycle in her life, she was in the right place. She was obeying the Mosaic Law. Right? How many sermons in church? And I mean, it probably wasn't 100, but how many times in church was it inferred that Bathsheba was whorish? Right. Right. She was nasty. She wasn't Right? So I do have to study. And if y'all like it, maybe text me a letter. Say, yeah, because I'd really like to... Yeah, Joseph was never rebuked for having a writ of divorce for Mary because she was pregnant, but yet the two of them had not had sex with sexual relations. I had not had sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> Bad example. Bad example. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm warming up. <laughs> Brother Napoleon, help me, brother. Where my brother's at? Y'all help keep me on track here. Keep me on the path of righteousness here. God never rebuked Joseph for writing up a writ of divorce. How did the church get to the point where divorce is a sin? The only New Testament instruction on divorce, Christ said, the divorce that I don't like, is when a man, he didn't even mention the woman, but we know it can go both ways. Mm -hmm. Is when you put away your wife for another woman. Yeah. That is the only criteria that crosses the line. And since there's only one unforgivable sin, can we see how these laws line up? Yes. And when God says, I want to show you, I want to, I want to direct you down the path of life. Mm -hmm. All right? I'm not a mean God, I'm not an ogre. 
in, in, in heaven, you know, just waiting to hit you with lightning strikes. I, I'm working with you. My son came in and was born and, and lived and was persecuted and died and rose again. And now he stands in the gap as your lawyer. And every time I may get, I want to destroy him. And I can imagine Christ saying, big guy, pops. You know, I was tempted too, beyond measure. I was, you know, and, and it was tough, but I, I, held, I held on. Mm -hmm. And I'm the son of God, and I made it. And I didn't. Oh, I'm going to give you one more chance. Mm. Yeah. That's, who, that's one of the roles that Christ plays now. Yes. God never rebuked Joseph for wanting to divorce Mary. Imagine Joseph, how he felt, his reputation. He'd been talking up this beautiful 14, 15-year-old lady, which is normal at that time. It's cultural still in today, certain parts of the world. That's cultural. 12, 13-year-old to Mary. She was a virgin. The virgin Mary. But now she's pregnant. Imagine that conversation. But Joseph, my dearly beloved, my espoused husband, we ain't espoused nothing. <laughs> What's his name? Right. He's getting his nine millimeter. <laughs> He's getting his Glock. <laughs> right? He's putting the cartridge in, click, you know, pulls back down. Who is it? What's his name? What's his, you know, because... You know, he's, he's hood, so he holds it like yeah. this. You know? <laughs> Who is he? What's his name? Mm -hmm. Tonight's going to be his last night on earth. Mm. You Got a deuce in the quarter. I, 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 was in, I was in Bible study. <laughs> and his angel told me, blessed thou art. <laughs> blessed thou art, O daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no angels. Right. What book you been reading? Right. I know you shouldn't have been reading those Harlequin romances. <laughs> I told you, I told you the first shades of gray was bad. Now you didn't read, you didn't, now you didn't watch all three of them. <laughs> now you all sexy eyes. You're sexualized now. You all sexy now. Now you're just pregnant with no. Imagine these conversations. <laughs> right? Yep. You lose your life. Yeah. The king called you or you showed up knocking on the door mm. remember these this is not democracy mm. you can lose your life now in certain parts of america when law enforcement just shows up mm -hmm. and you pulled over you might but in in kingdoms saudi arabia in in kingdoms african countries where they have where they have kingdom-type governments, and they have sovereign governments and sovereign leaders. One man, one woman runs the country and makes all the decisions. When that king shows up, whatever the proposal is, right? God never rebuked Bathsheba. Never, ever, 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 ever. Amen. So we read and we, and culture and, and sermons and, and then they just get passed down and, and recycled and, 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 and uh, we don't oftentimes lose um, the, the uh, original meaning. We never really had a grasp on the original meaning. Mm. All right.
what is one of the women in the Bible whose Old Testament um, the mention of her name brings up horrible, horrible names to women? Jezebel. Jezebel. Alright. How how many times have young ladies been destroyed by being referred to as having a Jezebel spirit? Amen. Quote-unquote quote, unsaved, a worldly woman coming into the church. And you haven't even really got saved yet. You still at the altar, 3 o'clock in the morning when they shut you in. And the church mothers with, on seats with fans waving. And I'm being a little comical, but, but painting a picture. And before they even get to salvation. Now, you can't be holy wearing, those li wearing that lipstick. Yep. Yeah. First thing you come in, and if your dress is not pleasing, amen. Mother gets up and ate, amen. And come on, come on, amen. you're out frustrated. Everybody's watching, and they come over like it's like it's a magician, like a rabbit's about to come out, and they, yeah, and then they walk away. And now you're on front street for everyone to see. And you're supposed to take that. You're supposed to swallow that and come back next Sunday. Amen. Amen. Before we even get the word and even see what God says. All right. Uh, Jezebel was a queen. Amen. Find me a queen that is not adorned. Find me a king that is not adorned. Find me a general. Anywhere in any parts of history where they are not adorned where they are not regal and their dress and their appearance does not does not uh, uh, does not uh, 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 show their stance in society alright Jezebel wasn't overdone she wasn't we celebrate Elizabeth Taylor and Cleopatra and all the right we celebrate that but all of a sudden Jezebel had this now Jezebel did some horrible stuff all right, but half the people don't even know what Jezebel did. That was so bad <laughs> because we can't get past the visuals. Right. Yeah. When Jezebel right. simply, she simply walked in the regalness of her title, as many before her and many after her. Is that right? So there's just a lot of misguided and mis. But I'm I'm getting off track. I'm 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 rambling. That will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. At thy right hand, usually the right hand is usually denoted as the hand of power. In any society, almost in any age. Any questions, any comments? Any questions or comments on even just, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to the... Uh, Last part here. Even just subjects that we just covered. Yeah, the first one I, I thought about when you was talking about um, how God don't have to explain how why he do things the way that he do it. And it took, this morning I was reading the book of Jonah, and that last chapter, how Jonah got so upset at God, he was so disappointed because he yeah. wanted God to, well, you throw me in the fish and stuff. So yeah. go mm -hmm. on and kill them. You gonna mm -hmm. go sit down and watch, wait for God to kill them. Uh, when God didn't kill them, 
he got mad. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, why are you letting him live? So he had to grow the rope to cover him. Then the next day he had to die. So he, he explained to him, he said, you have more compassion for this grown than you do for these people. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's why I didn't kill him for my compassion for them too, but you had more compassion for this. Than you did for, for the my, my creation. Yeah. The earth yeah. is the Lord's. Yep. And the fullness thereof. Yeah. yeah. And all that dwell therein. That's wonderful. It's awesome how, what a great opportunity to be used by God. Mm -hmm. And Jonah leaves off with him bitter, yeah. under a gourd, mm -hmm. and I've never seen a gourd, but a gourd, Mother Hill may help me if I'm, a gourd is in the squash family, I believe a gourd is in the squash family, and, and even the leaves, or they don't grow on trees, there's not much, you know, carrot, carrot goes under the ground. But carrot leaves, what's on top? You can't get any shade. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't even much shade to begin with. God said, because of your bitterness, mm -hmm. you are so right. That's awesome. God ordered, because he has, he's sovereign over all his creation. God ordered a worm. Mm -hmm. Took the worm from its own path. Mm -hmm. its, insti its instinctive path and diverted it. Gave it a detour to go eat the roof of the gourd. So whatever shade you had, and, and Jonah leaves us the book of Jonah with the sun coming down on him, and certainly his imminent death. Yeah. The Bible says that Nineveh, many as a nation, that they responded to God's word. That's a good point. Anyone, any other? That's a really good point. Good example. Even on just God's sovereignness, one of the three wills that, that we can definitively, sovereign will, God's sovereign will, his revealed will, and his permissive will. Any questions, any comments? You'll never find <laughs> a gourd like mine. <laughs> you hit a key point about um about basically, you know, it's in his presence. Spending time with him and getting to know him. You know, if you want to know the will of God, you gotta know God. Mm. Wow. And I think that's the key thing. Because a lot of people say, well, you know, God's mysterious. Well, not really. You know, you know, the thing is that if he said, if you seek me, you will find me. So he's not really mysterious. He wants to be found. He said, it's for me to hide a thing, but it's for kings to discover. Say that again. That that's a do what you it's for the Kings, yeah. right? That yeah. script, you know, it's for yeah. it's 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 for God to hide a thing, but it's for King to discover. To discover. It. Yeah. You know, and if we know our position, which I, I, you know, was saying like just really, the position is like the lowest part of leadership. It's just like you know, in your role and stuff, your position. Mm -hmm. But if we know and understand, we got to seek His will. 
we got to, you know, he's like, I'm here. I, I like the good, the best example I ever heard was a husband and wife was driving in a vehicle. And this was like, most likely back in the days because, you know, they didn't really have to wear seatbelts. So the husband was driving, the wife was in the passenger seat, but she was close to him. Right? So it's like this. And then eventually, <laughs> eventually, the wife started sliding more to the side. And then she made a comment that, you know, we don't ever, you know, like, be together or like something. Or like, we don't really talk, whatever. He said, I never left my position. Mm. 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 Okay. So God never left his position. He's always been in charge or always the driver. It's just that we distance ourselves. That could be children. That could be the things of life. Wow. You know, that, that could be so many other things. And before you know it, you're gazing out the window mm -hmm. instead of gazing at your husband or your father. or You, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it was just a good illustration of the love, you know, which, you know, uh, mm -hmm. that relationship between the bride and the bride, you know, the, you know. But yeah, this, I just thought it was just real interesting. But it's just in that presence. When you when you had mentioned that, you know, it just it just stuck with me because, you know, we get upset, and that's and that's including me. That's include. It's like, you know, you can think of different times that you really spent with God, and He revealed Himself at such a level, and because the busyness of the world and the busyness of things, yes, God is yep. like, I never left. You just got to wow. tune in to the right channel. Mm -hmm. You know, the right right frequency. Yeah. Tune in just right. You you know, you tune out that noise. You know, but you you, you struck a nerve with that one, so. Mm. Trish, did you hear all that, Trish? Uh, <laughs> I, never, I never left my position, baby. <laughs> Trish, you're just an example of a man. That's all. <laughs> I, I love you, Trish, uh, first lady. Watch, 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 watch this. So <laughs> first, so so first virtual slap ever. I just got slapped virtually. Right? Didn't Paul? Didn't Paul say, "Let me let me show you a mystery." Mm -hmm. And a mystery is simply or a secret. It's only a secret because you don't know what it is. Right. But a secret is always a secret to someone. Right. A magician's trick. It just means you don't know what it is. But a magician's trick. It's not a trick to the musician. Did a, a, a deacon? Did you have your hand? Oh yeah. Um, and I and I and brothers always stick together. So I'm just gonna kind of pick it back off my brother here, Elder Napoleon. Um, I had a conversation with somebody earlier this week, and they came in upset and mad and stuff. So I'm no say um. You okay? They say, well, no, not really, because uh, is everything just going going crazy and haywire? I say, well, what's going on? They say, well, God don't talk to me. I be talking to him. I be asking him questions. I be laying out my whole life for him and just giving him this, giving him that. But he don't answer me. I say, okay. First off, God hear you. But how often do you talk to God? What are you, what are you talking about now? Well, I need this done, I need that done. I say, okay, you need things done. God, he crave for your praises. He crave for you 
to lift him up, to talk about him. When's the last time you talked to him? Well, last time I needed something. Okay, now we get See, to we get to really improve the situation. Now, when you need something, God hear you. He hear you. The Holy Spirit inside of you hear you. But when the last time you woke that Holy Spirit up to guide you in the right direction, yeah. so you can be able to spend time with God, like you say. How far did you move away from God until you need something? Then you move back. See, God hear you. He always hear you. He's omnipresent. But the thing about it, he ain't going to answer every, every time you're beck and call. When you in trouble or you need something, God going to wait till you to that point to where you're in that tunnel by yourself, nobody to guide you, and you scared and alone till you cried to him. So he woke you up. He heard you right then. He gave you life. So every time you need something, put it on the back burner. Give him something when you don't need it. Well, I hope that I hope that, that spiritual advice was received. Mm -hmm. I, I pray it was. And of course, every, you know, so many things are contextual and 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 different applications for 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 different situations. I like I remember the comment. Last week, uh, Ellen Napoleon, uh, a gentleman who was petitioning God for a financial breakthrough, and I'm just paraphrasing, and uh, like, yeah, I can I can get you out of this, I can do that, and it has many wide applications. Mm -hmm. But you know, how about first acknowledging how you got here? Yeah. How did your marriage get here? How did your finances get here? How did relationships get here? How? Um, and maybe it's time now to learn how to fish. Mm -hmm. Versus just just having fish. I was watching a nature movie, and we've seen it all before. Salmon, and and when it's time to spawn, and they swim upstream, mm -hmm. and wildlife knows wolves, bears, yeah, and you know, animals with big paws and teeth, they don't even have to, all they have to do is be ready to catch. That's it. Because the salmon are hopping upstream. Mm -hmm. And you just really have to, like, hop. You don't have to make a fire. They don't have to make a bow and arrow. They don't have to set a trap. You just have to be in place. Yeah. Wow. You really, at that, for a season, two or three weeks, or however long that is, when, when salmon, every year, and, and nature... That's their nature. They know when to uh, see creatures. They know uh, even birds. You see them flying back and forth. Their nature, uh, uh, their nature over the their their nature overrides seasons, uh, uh, weather, um, the climate, mm -hmm. global warming, uh, and that's what God wants with us. He wants we are new creatures. We are born again. Uh, any other comments before we break, wanna, break comments? I'd like to add something. Yes. Um, I heard some teaching a while ago, and uh, the teacher was saying that she had gone to the store, and she gave them a $50 bill. And the man took the $50 bill, and he was examining it just all kinds of ways. 
holding it this way and that way and this way and that way. And then he put it down and he was satisfied with it. And she said, how do you know that's not faith? And he said, because I study the real thing. And I got out of that, that when we study the word, we can identify faith. The word in us will help us to identify that that is not the real thing. To study the word, you don't have to worry so much about what is and what ain't. We study the word. That means I study the real thing. So I know this isn't. I know this isn't fake. I know it's real. We can identify the real, and we can just bypass the, the fake. Authentic versus knockoff. Mm -hmm. The word says, "Try the spirit." Try the spirit. Of course, if if we're not positioned, if we're, if we're not seeking God, then how do we even know? What do we know? What His word says. Right. Amen. All great comments. All great and that comments. all comes with what we're doing tonight. When we gather together and study the oh, word. What? That's how we become acquainted with the real. The, uh, the authentic. The authentic. I I was going through my closet at at, at, at home and and I have a affinity. I have a a liking for weekend bags. Oh. And I don't even travel that much. But I you know, I like what I know and I know what I like and you all have the same thing and different different things. And so uh, because I have and I give a lot of I give a lot of things away. And so I, I lose track of what I have and and uh, or what I had, and then um, I love leather, and and uh, and so you combine leather and bags, and most people like leather bags, right? And it doesn't matter if it's brand. I, I like what I like. It doesn't matter. So, so between my daughter and my wife, and even some other ones. In the wrong family, stuff turns up missing. Mm-hmm. Feel like preaching. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Hey. My screen's going blank. Maybe it's time for me to get back to this word. Hey, sir. So, so, uh, so, I had two, two, two pieces of Louis Vuitton. Uh, uh, um, luggage, and years ago, years and years and years and years and years and years and years ago, I uh, we were King Shilling when we were small, and I don't know if it was Mother's Day or, but I bought all of the women in the ministry a Louis Vuitton bag. Yeah, bags, doctor's bags, you know, the various types and styles. And, uh, and, uh, and, you know, Trish, like many women, you know, she, if she, if I saw her, if I saw her head thinking of it, she had it a week later, two weeks later. 
and and uh, and so so before you start thinking that I spent millions of dollars, one day God spoke to me. This is an absolute true story. And I was ready to get a bag for myself or loved one. And God said, What if I gave you a knockoff spirit? <laughs> now you know how the, all the ladies in the church got a got a Louis Vuitton bag. Ten ten. So remember, I would imagine this was before you joined. Yep. But yeah, you remember that. But I remember because I was talking about when Aunt Terry had her bag. Okay, it, it was yeah. Cause I'm trying to remember the time frame it was. And and so, going back to what Mother Hill just said about about being proficient, and um, I've been speaking about being an expert in 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 uh, in uh, um, and so God literally told me. He said, "Your royalty." He said, "How satisfied are you?" Not buying the real thing, mm -hmm. like you're making an investment, mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter. It could, it could be Gucci or, mm -hmm. and and uh, that that broke my spirit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that broke my flesh, mm -hmm. my soul, mm -hmm. and um, and and um, so I had one of the toughest conversations I've ever had with Trish, and we we're married. This this like November. I I need to get this right. 37 years, I believe, married. We've known each other 40, 41 years. And this is one of the toughest conversations I've ever had with her. Uh, God said, I can't buy any more knockoff bags. But these were the best high quality. They're not even knockoffs. These were, these were, these were replicants. And so I said, I just want to let you know, uh, the next, the next leather good you, you get, it's going to be a little tiny, <laughs> but it's going to be authentic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right? And I bought her a Louis Vuitton uh, uh, coin purse. Glasses. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> but it was real. <laughs> but it was real. No, it was, it was like, you know, and she still has it. The box. The, the real the real serial number mm -hmm. the real like you can take this to a Louis Vuitton most people look you can't buy a real Louis Vuitton outside of a boutique all right unless it's re unless it's a reseller or your uh, I was in I was in a um, South Charlotte mall in in Charlotte in the Ray Ritchie area and and I was walking through Dillard's and 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 in the mall was a Louis Vuitton store. Yeah. And it was well, we saw we is complete in glass and everything. And and so uh and I don't want to make anybody nervous or, or anything. And so what I learned from dealing with men and women who buy these and that Louis Vuitton has a patented and this is this is all part of the this is all part of our learning experience tonight. Mm -hmm. Louis Vuitton has a patented uh, Louis Vuitton, who's a real person, and he started out making dresses. And uh, Queen Elizabeth, Queen Larry, Queen was of his time, was making a transatlantic uh, 
started out in textile yeah. all right once again never knowing where our steps lead and always being in a position to be mobile with God and be pliable and, and, and flexible and resilient and because God knows the path for us but we may not always know we don't know what's behind number two go to number two but we can't be afraid to peek behind there right. so I found out going down through the line from 150 years ago, Louis Vuitton patented a, I think it was his son, patented a, uh, a, um, a process on the handles that only by the oil, the oils of one's hand, you can't see it, you can't, you know, uh, wash your face, don't put anything on it by the end of the day. I don't matter how dry your skin, most of us become oily. Our, our skin just has natural oils. The handles on a Louis, on a authentic Louis Vuitton bag will begin to, to patina. They'll begin to turn brownish. And it's the natural patina. It does not matter how, how closely, how great a replica bag is. This, this secret is more, is guarded more than Kentucky Fried Chicken's mm. batter secret. Mm. It cannot be replicated. Mm. Amen. So I, I pulled out of my closet a Louis Vuitton bag, and I probably had it 15, 17 years. I forgot I had it. It made the, it made the move from the house we lived oh, in before the amputations and to where we are now and in storage and everything else. And it said the bottom of this bag and on top of it was a drum was a drum throne. Uh, a, a, the, 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 the seat and the and the uh, and the stool and the stand for a drum throne, a drum drummer sit on, crushed down and everything, and and because I lose track, I couldn't remember if this was authentic or knockoff, and I simply looked at the handles and I said, "This is a knockoff," because if it was authentic. It would show signs of wear and tear. It would show signs of being used. Mm -hmm. Are we using our word? Does our word show signs? Mm -hmm. Amen. There's an old saying, dogs don't chase parked cars. Mm -hmm. Is Satan even after you? Mm -hmm. I mean, we blame stuff on Satan. That was a long explanation, but hopefully now we say amen. And, hey, praise God, you preach pastor. That was good. Eat a mushroom. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> right? It's Satan even after you. Are we even stirring enough? Are we even a threat to Satan's kingdom that he's even? Mm. Oh. Amen? Mm. Tears don't motivate God. And our and our sometimes our antics don't motivate Satan. <laughs> Alright? Because <laughs> Satan's like, alright, I'm gonna wait till you I'm gonna wait till you turn your plate away. Mm. I'm gonna wait till you push your plate away. I'm gonna wait till you become stable. I'm, 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 I'm uh, you know, I'm gonna wait until you pray. 
when it's inconvenient. Mm. All right. I've missed this uh, the crossover prayer. I've missed I've missed four or five nights. Remember, I started doing this a month and a half ago, a month ago. And because midnight praying is inconvenient and irregular, a couple of times it's been 1 a.m. And I'm like, oh, no, Brian, what time? It's like, Father, forgive me. He says, all right, just start where you are. Just, you know, but I'm still holding you accountable. You got an alarm clock. Mm -hmm. On the very thing you're looking at, just set the alarm for 11.50 p.m. How inconvenient are we making ourselves to chase God? How inconvenient is the, is the convenience of life to press into the bosom of God? Are we more concerned about making people around us uncomfortable then we are being comfortable in the presence of God in the garden of God I'm afraid to speak at the dinner table at Thanksgiving where everybody's sitting around and certain subjects come up and and I don't want to I don't want to offend or I don't want to be I don't want to be the bad guy or the bad and so we just let all kind of crazy stuff talk around us. Amen. Either we believe the word of God is true. Amen. Either we believe that a man shall leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife. Either we believe that or we don't. All right. I still want to get the definition on the difference between a murder and a killing. And uh, like the U.S., the most countries have, there's a distinction. And I guess I can give it to you right now. Um, you can be exonerated for killing in self-defense. But you will be you can be charged with murder for not calling the police before you took action into your own hands. There's a very distinct law difference. There's a very distinct difference in the law defining murder and and killing, and it's 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 out of slavery actually came these laws in America, and 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 how one group of people, great harm could come to them even the end of their lives, with no legal repercussions, because laws were set up and these laws exist today, and now we see it in Roe versus Wade in other areas, and so there's a difference between a murder and a killing. Any questions or comments on that? Does that make sense? So you say call them, call them, I'm getting ready to do the killing, but I'm going to call you and let you know first. <laughs> well, Florida, how many, how many have ever been? Well, Deacon, you, you, Elder, you were raised in Florida. Yeah. You're a Flor, you're a Floridian. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've visited Florida twice. Well, Florida has this law. You want to know what this law is? It's, a, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's called stand your ground. It's called stand your ground. And there was a young man, 15 years old, who went and left his house to go get some skills. And, and a man out on patrol who was not in his home. So how can you stand your own ground when this is not your home? You're in some. You're in a field. It's not. It's no one's. But yet. Uh, uh, Trayvon, Trayvon yeah. yes, was by a jury of his peers 
it was determined a killing in self-defense and not a murder. My case. So we see how. All right, Deuteronomy 16 to 20. All right, all right, amen. I'm reading from the Amplified, and uh, I hope we're learning. I hope we're, um, uh, you know, when we when we, you know, figure out, you know how, you know how I teach and, and you know, modes and methods of. Uh, oftentimes we get more than what we bargained for and in uh, just cultural or uh, just knowledge just just statistics and but it all it all plays uh, on the grand stage of the Word of God and the Bible all right and uh, Deuteronomy, the 16th chapter, verse 20, I'm reading from the Amplified. You shall pursue justice. I think we were saying some similar words. God bless you, sir. Um, everything worked out? No, but it's okay. All right. Deuteronomy 16 and 20. All right. Now we're, we're talking about entering and maintaining kingdom presence in your life. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. All right? We are in the world, but we don't have our being and our movement. Our animation comes from God. All right? Adam went through three distinct stages. He was created in Genesis 1 and 26, in the image and in the likeness of God. Anamorphically. Like Barbie and Ken, except all of this stuff here. You know, they have the arms and legs and stuff of a human. That's anamorphic. So, Adam, so man was created in the image of God. That's the image. You know, God said, don't make wooden images. All right? It's just something that looks like an animal, looks like a hippopotamus, it looks like. And then he said he was created in God's likeness. Now that's God's character, that's his characteristics. Now that's God's mannerisms. So man was created in the image of God. So we know God has a nose and two nostrils. Right? Mm -hmm. I believe he has hair and I don't. But if he did, he'd be a he'd be a he'd be a uh, he'd be a he'd be a, a wonderful gentleman still. But then man was also created in God's likeness with his personality, God's temperament. Christ, <laughs> Christ was angry, but he sinned not. So now that's the temperament. All right? Be angry and sin not. Christ was tempted above all matter, but, but he sinned not. So likeness is the temperament, it's the personality of God that now he bestowed upon us. So that's stage one. Stage two, he was formed. I shared, I believe it was last week or, or week, week before, what we call, what were your first topsoil? Topsoil is nothing more. It is comprised of, biologically speaking, two kingdoms, the plant kingdom and the animal kingdom. Biologically, humans are part of the animal kingdom. Right along with insects and, and, and lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. And then the plant kingdom. Biologically speaking, there's only two kingdoms. 
all right? And when a plant or an animal, mammal, vertebrae, reptile, whenever they die, they, wherever they rest, they're resting on top of the earth. And as they decompose, the minerals, the magnesiums, all the stuff that's in bodies, plants and animals, insects and everything, proteins, they rest on the top of the soil. So oftentimes, oh, Facebook, you have to be here. So, in Genesis 2 and 7, this man who was created in the image and likeness of God was formed with topsoil. Well, how is the topsoil so rich? Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning, the, the, sec, the, the flood of Genesis. And all plant kingdom died. And all animal kingdom died. And as the water retreated, their carcasses you and I are literally and figuratively spiritually speaking. And this is what a pastor or an uh, 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 Funeral officiant is going to say over your body and over my body. From dust to dust to ashes to ashes. Ashes to ashes from dust to dust. From whence he came, whence he go. Alright? Adam was literally clothed in the decomposed material of dead plants and animals. Yeah. That's why this can't go to heaven. Two shall be in the field, one shall be left. One shall be caught up, two shall be in the bed. One shall be caught up, one shall be left. Any questions or comments on that? Did that make sense? Third stage, first stage, created in Genesis, Genesis 1 and 26. He was created in the image and likeness of God. Second stage, he was formed out of dead plant and animal. Mm -hmm. Soil. Stage three. God breathed his ruha, his spirit. And then man, he still didn't even have a name yet. Man, Adam literally means ruddy or red. That's what Adam means. It means man, but if you drill a little deeper in Hebrew, it means ruddy or red. All right, have you ever been down south? They have dirt that doesn't look anything like we have dirt here. You can get caught up yep. with some red dirt. It'll take 19 years to get some of that red dirt out of your clothes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. In the Northeast, all you need is some time. You get yeah. some of that red dirt. Yeah. Hey, am I saying anything, sir? I'm telling the truth. Y'all got some red dirt down there? Yeah. Mix it with clay and all that other kind of stuff? Mm -hmm. You can hardly get the stain out. So God knows what he's doing. Let me clothe you in such a stain that you need to be cleansed from the inside. You can't cleanse the outside of what I just... What I just sprinkled you with cannot be cleaned. And that's what's not being revived. The inside's being revived. Mm -hmm. yes, and just to let you know, they still got it today. In the orange grove, the rose that it's made of is out of red clay. 
Red clay. Yep. Still today. Wow. They haven't paved them. It's still red clay. Some of the best places to plant vineyards is in clay-based yep. soil. Slate. This is what we're this is this is why we have so much trouble with this flesh. <laughs> this is why the flesh <laughs> This is why this flesh causes so much trouble. But in God's infinite wisdom, in his in his sovereign grace. I'm gonna add a word, I'm gonna add a sovereign. Yes, he's sovereign, we've established that, but there's sovereign grace. There's grace in his so in in in, in in his in him being sovereign and maybe not always answering you or giving you what you want. There is grace. Yes. All right, there was a gentleman who wrote 14 books of the New Testament, the, the, the second most prolific writer of the New Testament. By, by volume, 14 books. And the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is inspiration for all the books. And he had a problem. And he went to God thrice. Queen's English language for three times. Please remove this thorn from my side. Once again, here's another name. I have to remember to add that. God never rebuked Paul for Paul begging God, pleading with God, release me from this situation. God simply, similar words, we, my grace is sufficient. His sovereign will never answered him. His sovereign will never granted him what he wanted. But it's over in grace. Cover him. Amen. This September 10th will be thirty-nine years of being diagnosed with ESRD and stage renal failure. Kidney failure. If you want to look in the dictionary of sovereign grace, and you just go to me and I'm like. Guess what? If you turn the page, guess what? You'll be there. You'll be there. You'll be there. You'll be there. Blah, 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 blah. Guess what? You may not be able to go through what I went through, but I may not be able to. I, I may have. I may have not last two years, one, two days living your life. Because God's sovereign grace is sufficient for all that we. Let's look ahead. All that the path that he has chosen for us to go down. Amen. Deuteronomy 16 and 20. You shall pursue justice. I'm reading from the Amplified. And only justice. Amplified, it's called Amplified Version because it amplifies words and sentences and thoughts in parentheses. That which is uncompromisingly righteous. We broke down last week, right living. In, in Psalms 16 and 11, you shall show me the path of life. Right, righteousness, right living. Righteousness literally means right living, living right. But not according to the flesh, not according to the pride of the eyes, not according to the pride of the flesh. I mean, the lust of the eyes, not according to the lust of the flesh. I just told you what your flesh is. And not according to the pride of life, but according to the laws, the precepts, the statutes, the promises that are contained in God's word. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, 
You shall pursue justice and only justice so that you may live and take possession of the land which the Lord your God is giving you. I chose to amplify here because it makes it takes King James and puts it in a and and creates more of a verbal uh, a verbal prose a verbal uh, 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 reading verb meaning action a noun is a person place or thing a verb doesn't mean have to do anything you just be sitting there this table is a noun table noun wood noun legs noun carpet noun but it's static it's a linger it's not doing anything. Right, but if I right right where right where uh, uh, right right where oh I said I'm looking for Jahari right <laughs> I see here. his chair like where'd Jahari go right here. <laughs> did we miss having Jahari <laughs> <laughs> I got nervous bro I got like oh no <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> I really am ready <laughs> but the brothers know right down there these. These, this carpet is really not a carpet. It's carpet squares. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, you get over that area, the carpet squares aren't nailed down. No. Now, if I pick up that carpet, that noun, and throw it, it just became, the action became verb. It became an action. Mm -hmm. Listen to what Deuteronomy 16 and 20 says in the Amplified. You shall pursue justice. Action. And then, like, like Simon, Simon. Verily, verily. Whenever the Bible says something twice, slow your roll, bro. Mm. Slow up, sister friend. Stop. That stop. <laughs> let me let me why did he say this twice? Let me it's like when your mother calls your full name and the sun's going down. Yeah, yeah, you need to pay attention. So that you may live and take not life. Life is now. Live is verb. Live is action. Are you with me? Take possession. That's verbal. That's action. Take possession. Through my word. Through my word. Everything's not going to come to you the way we want it to. Everything's not going to be easy peasy. We're not just always going to read God's word and meditate and even push the plate away. Some things come through processes. Some things will never be for you. All right? If God's word says the poor shall always be among you, how do you know that God has not earmarked you to be one of those always? Mm. Oh, I just, oh, I just lost y'all, right? Mm. Now, Pastor, I'm offended. I've been following you for 37 years. Now I'm offended. God didn't call you poor. <laughs> God's sovereign will. How would any of us know if we're not earmarked to be poor? Poor in body function, poor, however one defines poor. All right? Poor in spirit, according to the Beatitudes in that context, is a great place to be. That you may take possession of the land which the Lord your God is giving you. When we begin to line up with God's word for our life, when we, when we adapt a life of humility, mm. slow to anger. I'm, just, I'm literally quoting as best as I can, maybe even the word of God. 
slow, quick, slow to anger, quick to forgive. We can go through things in life, but not sin. And even if we do sin, we have an advocate of the Father. Of the Father. Right? I think it's John. One of the second or third John. If any man say he have no sin, and ladies too, I know y'all are perfect in all my ways, and you always walk, walk upright, and no sin is found in you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is a Snickers bar. <laughs> right, right? You know, men are dogs and we're nasty and, you know, but, you know. <laughs> Daddy. Doesn't take you to take But, okay, all right, so. <laughs> all right, let me go ahead. All right, Philippians 4, Philippians 4. Listen, all the fun is like, you got in it, get yourself out. Philippians 4. Let's, let's, I'm reading from the King James, and then I'm going to read from the West, West Version. W-E-U-S-T. Uh, uh, a uh, a uh, believer, the turn of the century, and a uh, theologian, and he transcribed a good portion of the New Testament uh, into his own version, and uh, he died before he could finish it. But it, it's, it's a great... Uh, Translation in the same vein as the Amplified. No. A very familiar passage. We're talking about entering and maintaining your kingdom presence. Entering and maintaining a your presence in the Garden of Eden and the Triple P. Protection. Pleasure. Provision. Adam, before there, before there was an Eve. When we really read the timelines, I just gave you the three stages of man, not even Adam. God took man through these three stages, and he still didn't have his assignment. We find his assignment in verse 8 of chapter 2. And God had not caused it to rain on the earth, so no grass grew, no trees grew. Because there was no man to till the ground. So God formed, verse 6, I think, chapter. So God formed man and breathed life into him. His assignment is to cultivate. His assignment is to dominate. His assignment is to recreate, repurpose. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by uh, power, by prayer, and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made unto God. I'm going to read the King James Version quickly. Philippians uh, 4 and 6. Yeah, chapter 4, verse uh, 6. I'm reading 6 through 9. Okay. Uh, 7. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, uh, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Verse 8. Finally, uh, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things uh, well, whatsoever things are just, we just read just, Deuteronomy 16 to 20. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, is our conversation always lovely? It may not be demonic, it may not be sinful, but is our conversation always oh. lovely? 
everything we come when we comment on people is it always lovely in light that I too was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Whatsoever things are a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Verse 9. These things, which he, this is Paul writing this, these things, which he just mentioned, all right, which he have both learned and received and heard. Mother Hill, look at this. You couldn't have known it. I was going to read that. I had this passage already here. When you talked about the gentleman with the $50 bill and your, and your ensuing comments, we have to study God's word. We have to become our own. We have to become the 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 our own uh, 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 captain of our lives and 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 make the commitment to learn and study God's word. So he just said, "What now? If you haven't learned, then verse eight doesn't. Then verse six through eight doesn't apply to you. The those these things." which ye have both learned and received. Two different things now. We're just breaking down the Bible. We're just breaking down the Bible, word by word. Is that all right? You can learn something but not receive it. You can see the detour sign. You just learn that there's, that there's a main sewer break. Or there may be a car accident. Or in, uh, I believe it's Ohio. I'm not, I can't remember the state. But, uh, like, half of 690 just fell down. Mm. Pennsylvania, maybe? Uh, Philly. Yeah, Anybody? Yeah, I-95. Yeah. I-95, yes, yes. And how many have been on I-95? Mm -hmm. All right? I hit a bear on I-95. A bear. Oh, wow. I literally, since the Trish and I, uh, 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 coming back from Philadelphia, um, um, I was honored, one of the great honors of my life, to, to, to be the guest speaker. Uh, for Pastor McGray and Aunt Cookie McCray, Mother Hill, uh, his 60th year pastoring. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even 60 years old at the time. <laughs> and and I was invited to be the guest speaker for his 60th pastoral, not ministry, mm -hmm. pastoral anniversary. And I wasn't even 60 at the time. And coming back, I hit a baby bear. Mm -hmm. And the state trooper that came said, yeah, it's mating season, they're all over the place. Tore the fender, the right fender, off of the car. The hood popped up, slammed into the, into the uh, windshield. Strapped that thing down. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we were detoured about five, six hours. Because obviously the car was a rental, it was a Nissan, it was a rental. And we had to go to the airport and get another rental, blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh, verse, uh, 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 this is the West version. No. W U. E S T W E S T. All right? And I love how this reads. Verse 6 through 9, Philippians. Stop worrying about even one thing. This is kingdom living. This is living in the garden. If you're if we're if our goal is to live and not just learn, but to receive life in the PPP. Oh, that, that, that almost sounds like an MTV. Mm. Reality show. Life in the PPP. Mm. Provision, protection, paradise. The time is wrapping up. Stop worrying about even one thing, but in everything by prayer, whose essence is that of worship and devotion. So when we pray worship and devotion in prayer before we start making requests in prayer, 
Amen. Every parent knows if the first thing out of your mouth is, can I have, can you cash out me $10? Oh, I'm sorry. If the first thing you say out of your mouth is, <laughs> well, my whole family will be getting covered. <laughs> but at least blow me up first. Sister Marie, what did that eat? And you already knew. Sunday. Oh, Sister Marie, you look so nice today. Oh, you look beautiful. And you and you said it very nicely. But you kind of like, pass it what you want. <laughs> and I literally said, was that that obvious? You said, yep. <laughs> Even God is like, at least play the game. At least play the game. Adore me first. Blow me up. Magnify my name. Tell me you love me first before you just start. Hit me up for $18 million. Stop worrying about even one thing, but in everything, by prayer, whose essence is that of worship and devotion, and by supplication, which is a cry for your personal needs. Mr. Woos is literally breaking down these words for you, which, with thanksgiving, all right, let your request for the things asked for be made known in the, I love this, in the presence of God. Mm. If you want to, email me or text me and I'll email you this version because you don't have it. Or maybe you can find it. I know, Ella Jones, I know you have it in, in your Bible study, in, in your Bible program. With thanksgiving, let your requests, plural, for the things asked for, be made known in the presence of God at the throne of grace, seeking mercy in time of need, which I don't, you know, now that I have tasted and seen, I can't imagine there's ever a time when I'm not in need. As Mother Hill would say, even imagine not having, not taking your next breath, needing oxygen to take your next breath. Seven, and the peace of God which surpasses, which, which surpasses all power of comprehension. That's our consciousness, our subconsciousness. Shall mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Eight, finally, brother, whatever things have the character of truth. Remember, man was created in the image of God, but then he was also created in the likeness of God. I just said it, the character. That's the likeness of God, the attributes of God, the disposition of God's heart. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things have the character of truth. Deuteronomy just told us, seek justice. Whatsoever things are worthy of reverence, whatever things are righteous, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are attractive, whatever things, whatever excellence there is, or fit object of praise, fit to be praised. These things make the subject of careful reflection. Mm. Verse 9. The things also which ye have learned and received and heard and saw in me. Paul speaking. These things habitually practice, and the God of peace shall be with you. John 15 to 7, King James. We just read it. A few times. If ye abide in me, and my words abide or abound in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. It is ten minutes of eight.
I thank you all for your patience and your tolerances for me. I know sometimes you're laughing with me. But I also do recognize that sometimes you're laughing at me. And when you're when you're as greedy as I am, I'll take either one. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that particular. <laughs> so, Pastor, are you sure? you yeah. Did y'all really think through what you got into <laughs> by joining these <laughs> As we wrap up, entering and maintaining a garden presence. Adam, there was no Eve yet. There was no Eve yet. Adam did not have a consciousness that there was no one like him until he fulfilled his commandment to name the animals. And then he had, and then he he had a consciousness that oh there's Mr. Elephant and Mrs. Elephant. There's Mr. and Mrs. Giraffe, Mr. and Mrs. Mosquito. Well how am I gonna fulfill that third and fourth commandment to to replenish and multiply the earth? When and I see them in the field, you know, people who were raised on farms and stuff. Y'all know a little more about. Y'all learn about the birds and the bees a lot earlier than than, than city folk. At <laughs> <laughs> <Is> the <that> church. <laughs> I mean, am I making stuff up here? No. I'm no. Head up, sir. No, you're not. side of the fence. Mm -hmm. The snake was not in the garden. Right. If you had come in the garden, you would have perverted the garden. God did not put Lucifer out of the garden. He put Adam and Eve out of the garden. Mm -hmm. And he protected it with a flaming seraphim to protect the integrity of sacred places. Mm -hmm. And now, only through the second Adam do we have the code. Amen? There's a club that you get into. You just go in. But then there's a club where there's a bouncer. There's a club that you just walk in. You don't need a jacket. Right? But then there's a club where you need a jacket. Ladies need a dresser. Nice. And there's a bouncer. Your name's not on that list. I keep telling, but not because I say it. 
Holiness is an exclusive club. If your name is not written on that bouncer's list, you don't get in. If I said, I am the way and the life, no man enter in except by me. So we've got to be very careful. We've got to be very careful how we allow how we allow ourselves to entertain <coughs> stuff. And listen, everybody's not making it in. Mm-hmm. Gay priests not making it in. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, can I just be? Amen. Everybody's not making it in, right? Two two men on the cross. You're you've been crucified. You're gonna die. It's not even a matter of what of what crime they committed to put them there. What separated the two was was both of them confessed and professed two different things. Mm-hmm. One professed, if you are who you say you are, get down. Yeah. The other one said, I believe who you are. Amen. Christ responded only to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This day you have entered into the kingdom. Their crimes, one was a thief, one was a, one was a murderer. Mm-hmm. Not a killer, a murderer. Malefactor. Today we call it manslaughter. The other one was a thief. Doesn't matter what their crimes were. We are all born sin of shaping and iniquity. I know it's time to close, but I feel myself on a roll here. It doesn't matter what crime we committed. <laughs> Is our names written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Can we get our names in there and then can we maintain a life where our names cannot be taken out? Paul talks of. And I can't think of their names right now, that their faith became shipwrecked. Yes, there's a doctrine floating around for hundreds of years that once saved, always saved. All right. All right. <laughs> Judas, come on. Any questions, any comments? Any questions, any comments? A lot of the scriptures that you've been reading. This is what sticks out to me is that there's always a transfer in the kingdom. I do my part, God does his. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it talks about the justice, right? Then at the end part, the land he gives. I'm doing my part. In all the scriptures, I'm doing my part. And that's the only way he needs... He he just so that he just needs cooperation here on earth, you know, here to move mightily through us, or in us, or for us, for him to be glorified. But them scriptures that you're reading are so powerful, you know, that they just sticking out for me. They just sticking out, like there's a transfer that goes on if my people go by my name. You know what I'm saying? It's just that. that it's a relationship, right? It's a yeah. right, and he's just showing that. When you do when you do your part, you seek me, you come to me, you're doing these things. Virtue, all these other things. You you be doing these things in Philippians, in the peace of God. You know what I'm saying? Now he gives you his peace. That that passes all understanding. You know, and, and that's just for me is like wow. Because I'm just like listening to all these scriptures and I'm like, man, only thing he wants us to do is just to once again be in his presence and seek him. That's that's it. Adam, where art thou? He didn't even condemn him. He didn't at, at he did later, but right now I just want to and I have a lot of scriptures, but just for the sake of time. But here's the word for the day. I told you when, in the beginning. Word of the day, word of the week, month, year, rest of your life. Disciple. Disciple. If your fruit remain, 
you are my disciples. I mean, that's a theme of the New Testament. If your fruit remains, it's not just about being saved, getting saved. It's, that's not about just as important. It's just as important how you finish as it is how you start. So the word of the day, the word for the rest of our lives, disciples, to sit, to learn. Everything that you've learned of me, heard of me, received of me, seen me do. You do these things and you'll be all right. We love you. God bless everyone. What a wonderful time we've had. I want to, as, as we get ready to close, amen. I encourage everyone, simply by what you receive, amen. Uh, everyone say value. Value. Priority. Priority. Value. Value. Priority. Priority. One will, and this is just a truth. This is just an atmosphere of truth. It's not because I said it. It's just the truth. Amen. Uh, and this may answer a lot of people's questions on why some people you need to take out of your contact, or maybe why they're not answering your calls because they're taking you out of their contact. Amen. People will only prioritize what they value. And if you're not valued, then you want, you're not going to be a priority to them. Mm -hmm. Plain and simple. All right? George Patton, General George Patton, uh, celebrated uh, uh, General of World War II. One of the most famous quotes. Uh, Never make someone a priority, and they have not made you their priority. Relationships, they're symbiotic. They're, they're, they're give and take. That's what I'm just referring to. They're transactional. All right, not transitional. They're, that's that's transitional. Transitional transition lenses. They change. Transactional. I make something, you buy it, you give it to me. Once 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 the card goes through. <laughs> Ma'am, something's wrong. Can you swipe it again? Uh, something must be wrong with the reader. That's Wegman's way of saying it's been denied. Oh, I'm not sure what. No, no, it's been denied. <laughs> this is the King's Healing Rooms logo. Our Mighty Man logo. This is the logo for the King's Healing Room Men's Department. All right? And the leaders, uh, uh, we have discovered ourselves in the Bible as, as, as King David's Mighty Men. And I'm going through. David had a total of 37 mighty men, and all of our men are going to be named. And, um, and uh, our own sister, uh, Candy, yeah. did this. So this is mine, Beniah. Um, the scriptures, that the, the, that the, the uh, great feats that, that, uh, that distinguish Beniah on the back, and our logo on the front. Amen. Amen. All right. Beautiful. I want to give her a big shout out. And uh, our monthly Mighty Man gathering, the fourth Sunday, the fourth Saturday of every month at 10 a.m. Right here, base camp, uh, King's Healing Room. We invite all men, young men, and it won't be too long before we will have, uh, we will have the ability we have the facility to have the ability for our young children, our young boys to come. Amen. Uh, every, the King's Healing Room Women's Department, every second, second Saturday at 11 a.m. 12. 12. At 12. Every second Saturday 
of the month at 12 p.m. noon. The Women's Department of the King's Healing Room meets once again virtually. Let's let's you're hearing it virtual, but let's make it a reality. All right, let's transition from our homes. Let's come out and enjoy the Lord together. God bless you. Amen. If you value, if 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 if, if you value the word that you received on tonight, uh, um, uh, make giving a priority. Yes. Sowing into the word of the uh, of the, in the word that you received on tonight financially, it, it it goes a long way to help facilitate spreading the gospel to all four corners of the world. Is that all right? And when you sow, sow abundantly in the same sense as you'd like someone to sow to you. Is that all right? God bless you. We love you. If all lines are clear, Mother Hill, any any final words or comments? Or This Sunday is Father's Day. Amen. Honor thy mother and thy father all the days of thy life, that thy days on the earth may be long and stretched out. We are the men of the King's Healing Room, and by, by way, the King's Healing Room itself, uh, we are honoring our church father, our church mother, our shepherd mother is Mother Shirley Hill. Amen. And most churches don't have a church father. They may have a church deacon, but uh, we're not better, we're just different. So, so we have an official church father. And our church father is Father uh, uh, Hawkins, James Hawkins. He's more affectionately known as, as Uncle Henry. I believe Henry is his middle name, but his, his first name is James. Um, father Hawkins. And uh, and I will give an update after we're off. Um, some things are not meant for mass uh, mass consumption. And uh, um, uh, but this Sunday we are uh, we are honoring Father's Day, and uh, we are honoring Father James Henry Hawkins. How does that sound? Amen. Amen. Let us come out ready, willing to give God's name to praise Father as we leave this place, but never ever from Your presence, because. Your presence travels. Amen. Your presence is eternal. Amen. And 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 as Moses had to go up to Mount Sinai to receive the law, as Moses had to go to Mount Sinai to meet him, and then at times you came down from Mount Sinai to meet Moses at the tent of the gathering. Even you leading Israel by a pillar of fire by day and a cloud of smoke. And I may have those backwards. Lord, we endeavor to live a life of pleasure, protection, and provision in your presence continually forevermore that one day, you will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter ye in. Lord, we thank you. Watch over continue to watch over and keep us. Give us all good sleep. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We have three different ways that you can give. One way is using the Givelify app by downloading.
Killer by using your iOS or Android device and search The King's Healer Room, where you will see our senior pastor, Bishop Brian K. Hill's senior photo. You also can use our text to give. Here how it works. There are five steps. Step one, text GIFT to 1-844-981-2759, which is a unique to the King's Hill Room. Step two, you will receive a text with instructions. Step three, follow the instructions to set up a given account. Step four, text the amount you want to give and the designation. It could be a tithe, offering, or general fund. In step five, you will receive a receipt via email confirming your gift. And here's the last way you can give. You can use PayPal and send your donation to tkhroffice at gmail.com. That is T-K-H-R-O-F-F-I-C-E at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to listen to more messages like the one you have heard. We are the King's Healing Room and we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence.